This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Jermaine Flood. Hello, Coach Charlie. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. I'm doing good today. It's it's going to get crazy out there. It is. But in here, it has not gotten crazy. But we're going we're gonna to get a little crazy today on the show to try to figure out what we can do about leaks in our car during a day like this. You know, there's so many times that all this rain we've had and people get, they got water all in their car. They don't know where it's coming from. Right. And so maybe today we can give them little hints. Yeah, that's what I want to know, too, because I've always had an issue. So we're talking about leaks today, leaks inside of your car, whether that has to do with your AC vent, your sunroof, your windows, your sliding doors, those headlights. Everybody has that issue. You got that foggy, wet headlight. So we're going to be talking about all of that today, leaks as it deals with inside your your vehicle. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. Now, I looked up a little bit, Coach, because I always like to look up a little bit just in case so I know what we're talking about today. But although you may not see these in your car, water drain tubes are very important in saving your vehicle from water damage like sunroof and AC drains. So tell us a little bit more about that, Coach. What can we do to help keep these leaks and this water and this mildew smell out of our car. Well, you know, all these nice sunny days that you have out there, you don't really worry about water in your vehicle because you don't really notice it because it's so dry. But once it starts raining, like especially in Mississippi, you get all that water down in there. Well, you know, you talk about, first of all, AC drains. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that because we're going to use those during the summer. And then you start seeing water on the right side of your car, on the inside. Well, usually what happens is that as the you cut your air conditioner on, it uh, condensates. The water gathers up in there. There's a little right. pan underneath the evaporator, and water collects in there, and there's a tube that lets it out. Well, that tube is either right under the hood on the right side, or it could be going straight down underneath the car on the right side. Mm-hmm. What happens, it's just like a drain. They get clogged up. The leaves get in them. A dirt dauber will build a nest inside those hoses because it's very acceptable for that. So you had to get something to go in there. Usually you can use a wire or something and go through there mm-hmm. and unclog that drain. Who knew? I mean, especially me. You you just drive your car. You're not knowing that there's these whole drains attached to your AC that you have to get cleaned or else you're going to have an issue. So that's that's new for me. Well, a lot of people drive around. They hear the sloshing sound of water. I have had a friend who had that in a Chrysler Sebring right. convertible. And where that sloshing sound was coming from, either that AC drain was stopped up and there's still a little water in that pan, or it could even be the sunroof drain. Mm-hmm. And now sunroof drains are a little bit harder to find uh, because there could be a lot of different things to make that sunroof leak. But you need to be very careful. The first thing I would check would be that drain. And they come from the top of the roof all the way down in the front of the vehicle to the outside. So I had I had a Chevy Aveo, an old one, 2008, and I never thought about a sunroof drain, but the sunroof started leaking. So I thought it was probably just the ceiling that went around it, but you're saying that it could have been another issue as well. 
could have been another issue that drain stops up just like anything else. You know, we park our vehicles under trees and stuff like that, and that gets in there, and it just clogs the whole front. Matter of fact, if you think about right where your hood and your windshield comes together, that's called your cowl, and it has a little hose all in it. Well, leaves and all go in there, and you have little critters that may get up in there and just build a little nest and all. Yeah, yeah, especially the wasp. Wasps right. like to get into small spaces and build nests. That's nest. right. Uh, that's that's terrible. And then when it comes down to headlights and taillights, I mean, that's a big issue, too. Everybody has it. I've got it right now on my Mazda. Well, uh, what happens? Those are composite lights. And being a composite light, that means they're all put together. That plastic part on the very front, the lens, it is glued on there, and it has a gasket. Okay, You cannot replace that gasket. What happens? That gas starts deteriorating due to the heat and the cold. It starts deteriorating, oxidizing. Water gets down in there. Now, how are you going to get the water out? Because I've seen uh, where people had water in their headlights all the way halfway up their lights. Right. Okay. Now, the easiest way I'll give you a good way to get rid of that, all you got to do is drill a hole in the very bottom of the light. Take a drill bit because they're plastic, a very small drill Uh bit. Drill a hole in there. All that water will drain out. Wow. And so when it rains again... Water get in there. And then it'll come back out. But it'll come back out. It'll come back out. So we'll we'll learn more about how we can fix our sunroof, um, our AC. Again, Coach just gave us a good tip for our headlights on, on draining those. So we'll talk more about that. Again, our 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 subject today, um, we're talking about leaks inside of the car, but we're going to go into an email right fast. Um, it says, hi, Coach Charlie. I hope you are well. I have a 2012 Camry, and it's about 135,000 miles right now, and about 80 to 90% of the mileage is on the highway. I bought this new car and have been running it myself since purchase. I've done all of its recommended maintenance <clears throat> in time at the dealership. I've changed its transmission once at 85,000 miles with the rec- recommendation of the dealership. Hesitantly, though, since I heard that sometimes the transmission goes bad when you change its oil, it worked well and nothing bad happened. I'm thinking of changing transmission oil again. It drove about 50,000 miles more since the last transmission oil change. The mileage is also about 90% on highways. Could you please guide me if I should get transmission oil change? If yes, what should be future intervals for transmission oil change? He appreciates your help in all of this. Well, if you think about transmission changes and oil changes in the transmission, once again, the fluid itself is based on uh, viscosity. That means the thickness of the fluid. Uh And more that transmission is wearing, more things fall out into the transmission fluid. It gets thicker. Yeah. Okay. So when you drain it, just say it's running fine and it gets and has that fluid in there. When you drain it, it's a possibility because the fluid's not as thick when you put it back in there that it may not run right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen all the time. You know, so you can, you know, the, a lot of the manufacturers have been really switching types of fluid they put in there to a, a, to keep it a, clean, a thicker visco- uh, viscosity. Yeah. So there's uh, like Honda did, Ford did. They were just changing the different types of fluids they were putting in that transmission in order to keep this from happening. Yeah. Because it'll start slipping. So what I would do, if you've already changed it once, had no problem with it, and it's mostly highway miles, mm-hmm. you go ahead and change it. You know, and, you know, most of the time, like say, the stop and go is what really messes anything up, transmission brakes or whatever. Right. You know, so really you're going to be okay. 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 And, I, and I would say your intervals there, 
Just go by the manufacturer. The way they tell you to, right. to change it. Okay, cool. Well, that works. I hope that helps Salim Ahmad. And uh, you've you've heard it first from the car whisperer himself, Coach Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps that going, Coach. Let us tell us a little bit about how we can actually fix the leaks inside of our car when it comes down to those sunroofs that we talked about? Well, you know, the sunroofs, they're open and closed a lot, and they do have a gasket around the glass. And what happens, uh, just say that you're sitting somewhere or a tree, something may poke that gasket. Matter of fact, I had one the other day that had a hole through the center of the gasket straight into the console Uh of the vehicle. Well, either you're going to... In order to replace those, you would have to take the entire glass out of the sunroof and put a new gasket in there, or you could take some black silicone, and if it has little holes in it, you can fix that with the black silicone. But the main thing you need to be cautious about if you use the silicone is that you are opening and closing that sunroof. Uh-huh. So you want to make sure that you don't, do not put it on where it goes against the vehicle to the paint. You well, want to just make sure it's on the gasket itself. Well, let me tell you how I fixed mine, Coach. You want to hear this? Yes. I decided I'm never going to open up the sunroof again. So I took some Flex Seal. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And Flex Sealed the whole edge around the sunroof. Now, it worked for a minute. The Flex Seal eventually wore off because of the weathering and everything. But I just had decided that was it for the sunroof. So that was my fix. Well, if it's older. Wait a minute. I thought that stuff will hold the boat up in the water. It's supposed to. But I mean, once the sun. But it didn't hold a sunroof up from the rain. Well, it did. It did. (laughs) Come on now. It went. It held for about six months, and then the the sun got to the flex seal. I guess they never really put a time time constraint on it. They just said, "Hey, look, it can hold a boat up in the water. Not how long it can, but that it could." Okay, I get it. I get it. Hey, it's just like that dirty uh, dirty queen. a blizzard, you, you right. hold it upside down. Now, how long they turn it over? Just yeah. they could for half a second. Eventually, yeah, eventually right. it's going right. to melt. Eventually it's going to melt and slip out that cup. Right. Yeah, that was that was my fix. So, Well, you know, if you're not going to use the sunroof and it's an older vehicle, you don't put no money into it because they're pretty expensive to fix. Right. Okay, they're pretty expensive to even find the seals, uh, even the drains to where they come out. And if you take it to a dealership, you know, it may take several hours for them to be able to fix that. Right. So you want to be very careful in there uh, when you're doing that. But if you're going to use it, you want to make sure that that sunroof goes flat. You know, there are sun. Sometimes those sunroofs will have that little uh, hump in the lift, back. Yeah. And it shouldn't have that lift. It should go flat to the vehicle. Right. If you and, can figure out that. Sometimes your button is a little hard to figure out. and You don't know whether it's flat or if it's right. still tilted or what. So a lot of times you might want to go out there and make sure if there's, if it's, especially if it's an older car. Right. Okay. Now, we're thinking about leaks inside of a car. I had one that uh, if you're installing a radio or you're installing lighting systems on your vehicles or your trucks and you're drilling through the front of the vehicle and you're putting new wires to it, mm-hmm. a lot of times people just drill a hole and pull the wires through. Or the rubber garment that's holding the wires, they just poke a hole in it and poke the wires through. Well, anytime you penetrate anything, that means there's going to be a hole. And as you're driving down the water uh, the street, water's blowing inside that vehicle. Right. And a lot of people don't even realize that. And then there's water there, too. Right. So. so when you start thinking about leaks inside a vehicle, a lot of people have their windows leaking, the doors leaking. Think about the gaskets that are going around your door. You open that door thousands and thousands of times on the life of the car. So what you're doing, you're smushing that gasket. Uh-huh. You're squeezing that gasket real tight. Sooner or later, that little gasket will start getting holes in the top of it. No longer will it seal 
the outer elements. You'll hear wind and then the rain comes in. Right, right. I mean, you got to keep up on your car. Who knew opening and closing that door gets you some water in there? Yeah, think about the trunks. How many how many people out there have opened their trunks and they had water all in the back of their trunk? Right, coming, right. Coming from the lights and coming from the trunk gasket. Right. And your your fixes are a lot better than a Flex Seal fix or a garbage yes. bag with duct tape fix. Yes, I've seen a lot of those. It also we, sounds like the gasket industry is quite a con at this point. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> the Flex Seal and the gaskets go about hand in hand. I guess After so. a while, they're going to wear out. So It's not that how long the gasket will be there, but that it is there, I suppose. <laughs> that it is there. That's like right. Flex Seal. That's right. <laughs> right. We're talking about leaks inside of your car is your car under recall i'll tell you how you can find out next you're listening to autocorrect with coach charlie melton i'm jermaine flood if you want even more autocorrect find our podcast on all podcast platforms for your smart device autocorrect is heard on mpb think radio thursdays at 10 a.m with the replay saturdays at 11 a.m well here are some recent recalls nissan is recalling 404,000. it's always a big number coach plus vehicles for detaching airbag cover emblem. Um, These vehicles include model year 2008 to 2011 Armada, Pathfinder, Xterra SUVs, and Frontier and Titan pickup trucks, as well as model year 2008 to 2009 Quest minivans. Due to an issue with production, the resin emblem attached to the airbag module cover may crack over time. The shattered emblem could detach and strike occupants in the event of a crash, increasing the risk of injury. The remedy is still under development at this time, but Nissan will begin notifying owners of the issue April 10th. Those with further questions can contact the automaker directly. Um, And I'll have more information about this recall on our podcast page. Um, Jaguar Land Rover North America is recalling certain 2023 F-Pace vehicles. The engine cam carrier or oil channel may be blocked, which can lead to an oil leak. The oil leak in the presence of an ignition source could increase the risk of a fire. Dealers will inspect and replace the engine cam carrier as necessary, free of charge. We'll have more information about that one. And also another Jaguar Land Rover North America is recalling Um, Certain 2023 Range Rovers, Range Rover Sports, Range Rover Velars, Discovery and Defender vehicles. The engine cam carrier oil again channel may be blocked, which can lead to an oil leak. This could um, increase the risk of a fire. They will replace these again free of charge and we'll have more information about that. So if you um, need to check out your vehicle, you can see if you have a recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration website. That's nhtsa.gov forward slash recalls and inputting your VIN number or you can find their Safer Car app. We're talking about leaks inside of your vehicle and we're also taking your repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We're going to go straight to the phone lines. We've got Roy on the line from Crystal Springs. He's got a question about locking device for steering wheel. Roy, you are on with Coach Charlie Melton. Hello, Coach. Yeah, how you doing? Good, good. I enjoy your program. I'm an enthusiast of cars and everything else, and I learn a lot. But here's my question. My steering wheel lock doesn't work anymore. Um, my truck is on an um, 03 Chevy Avalanche. 
and I've never had problems with it before. Um, I put it in the shop, and uh, it came back, and I'm having trouble with it locking. Is it hard to replace that lock, or do I need to go to the dealership to get it done, or can I do it? Okay, you're talking about when the steering wheel itself, you cut the key off, and it locks, where it can't be moved, right? That's correct. Okay, there is a pin, a long rod and a pin that goes from the steering uh, column, and it comes from the uh, key. The when you put the key in it, the tumbler itself, there is a shaft that goes through there. A little rod is probably about four or five inches long. And what that does, it turns that rod so it comes out so it would be able to turn. So really, if either they did not line the rod up completely, or well, they put it back together, because what did you have it in the shop for for the steering wheel? I, I didn't have it in the shop for the steering wheel. I had it in the shop for some body work, and it come back, my steering wheel had been tampered with, I guess. Okay. Well, what I would do is wherever you got it from, wherever they worked on it, take it back and tell them that uh, they messed up that particular part because in order to fix that, you got to remove the steering wheel itself. The steering wheel is going to come out of it. The clock spring is going to have to come off of it because you got to get down below that where that uh, rod is. Okay. And so you probably uh, would not be able to do that yourself if you didn't know how to get the steering wheel off and the inners of that steering system. Uh, that's correct. So I'll, I'll, I'll do that because it hadn't been anything wrong with it. My truck is new. I don't drive it. Uh, we sort of got a fender bender, and we decided we are going to put that neighborhood shop. And it seemed more like someone tried to break into it. That's what I'm saying. If somebody tried to break into it, they're going to have to bend that rod, get that rod out of there so it can turn. Uh-huh. And usually what they would do is they'd move that steering column the, where the key goes in, and then they'd break up underneath it, and they'd pull that rod out. Okay. So I would take it back to wherever you had it fixed and say, hey, my vehicle is here. Somebody tried to break into it. While y'all had it, y'all need to fix it. I'll do that. All right. Roy, thank you so much. Did that help? That helped a lot. All right. Well, Roy, thank you so much for your call to Coach Charlie. Thank you, man. And thank Mm -hmm. you. All right, Coach. You you know it. Car whisper. <laughs> you know it. We're going to stay on the phone lines. We've got Brenda in Mobile. She is having a leaking rear window. That's what we're talking. That's what our problem is today. Brenda, what's going on? You're on with Coach Charlie Melton. Hello. Hey Hello. there. Hi. Yes, I'm actually on a road trip back home, and I just found you guys on the radio station. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm having this problem. Right. So I have a 2004 F-150. It's 19 years old. And ever since I've had it, it's an extended cab with a rear window that slides. Um, It's always leaked. And when it was under warranty, I took it back to the Ford, and they fixed it. But it's always leaked. And now that it's so many years old it's getting worse it's almost uh i wouldn't even say raining inside my vehicle but it's you know whenever it rains it's actually raining right now as i'm driving and um it just leaks and it's just the back seat gets wet the um the paneling up top the roof paneling gets wet and it's a hard roof paneling not the um, not the ones that would come down in the like eighties when you 
rolled your windows down. But it's all it's wet back there and stained with water. So I've been looking on YouTube what to do, and I just went to Home Depot and bought some sealant that you would use, like, on a window seal. Is that good to put around the window? It is good to put around the window, but let me give you uh, something I found out on those F-150s. You have a light back there, too, right? Yes. Okay. Now, because you just gave me the idea that you said that the roof itself is wet. That light has a gasket behind it, and that gasket will leak. I've had to replace that on my F-150 as well because I don't have a sliding glass window, but my whole roof was getting wet. And it was because of that gasket behind that light. So you might want to check that. Okay. So I've looked on YouTube and they say that like F-150s are notorious for this and that that was a main go-to, the light. But what if it um, is leaking on the other, like on the side where the rear doors open, like it leaks all the way across. Is it because it's getting in? Because it's ripping out, it's getting on that roof and it's going all the way across. Oh, okay. Now that's a hey, that's a like a five dollar fix. Okay. You, you can just go there and uh, get a gasket from the Ford manufacturer, and they sell that gasket. That's a very cheap fix. Okay. Okay. But I Great. would, uh, I would, I would go to that light first, see if it's leaking there. Then I would go to the gasket. Okay. Great. Wonderful. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Brenda, thank you so much for your call. I hope that helps. Coach, tell me a little something before before we go to break. Could it be an installation issue from the jump? Mm, don't really have that very often uh, because all those things are uh, – most all vehicles are rain-tested. They put them underwater, and they want to make sure they're not leaking when they leave. Okay. Matter of fact, every one of them goes through that to make sure they're not leaking. Okay. Okay. So it's really not insulation. It's really the gasket wearing out. Right. You know, and or maybe maybe the vehicle, some type of vehicle's been in an accident, and the windows are not really mm-hmm. straight anymore, and as they're crooked, water gets in them. Doors, same thing. If uh, the hinges fall on a door, that makes the door fall, and now the door don't close the way it's supposed to close, or the striker on the door where the door connects to the body, that striker could be bad. Door don't close correctly. I was thinking, too. So in my case, I I was trying to maybe put it on the aftermarket sunroof installation. And maybe that was the issue with my leak. And then possibly, I mean, now now I just I'll spiral into a whole tunnel. Now, when you go out to go buy a used car, you know, you want to make sure that those are good, too, because those could be worn out by the time you drive that car off the lot. Well, the thing is. Aftermarket, regardless if it's a sunroof, if it's uh, just a T-tops or whatever they're putting in, you want to make sure that those things are not leaking because, you know, like you say, it could be where the technician was on right. a Friday night and I yeah, decided to like, come in. Yeah, he was slap this together right. in a five minutes yeah. sunroof in. So we got yeah. to be careful on that. Right. But, it, yeah, if you're buying a used car, I would have it water tested. And all you can do, you could take it out your local mechanic, or you can do it yourself. Really, just take it home, put a water hose on that on that sunroof, and just let it run. You better because yeah. you got a week sometimes, two we weeks. You just to drive it to one of them car washes, right? You oh. can do it to car wash as well. Yeah, that'll put it through every possible yeah. where there could be a leak. Because you're trying to make sure. Because, like I say, you buy a vehicle that has 150, 200 thousand right. miles on it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to pay for that car wash, that's, that's right. Thing. 
Right. And then you can possibly take the car back and within warranty and they could possibly fix those for you. Well, that's another thing. Everything I'm talking about, if that vehicle's in warranty and it's leaking, take it back to the manufacturer. Uh Take it back to the dealership. Let them uh, work that warranty. Uh, Matter of fact, I'll give you a good scenario. I had a uh, Chevrolet pickup truck, brand new, bought it brand new, and it kept having air noise. Okay, the air noise was coming through the door. Okay, and what it was, it was the gasket and already, the, yeah, the door wasn't or something was wrong with the door. Right, they couldn't fix it. They bought the truck back. Wow, because they couldn't get rid of the noise. And you brought it ban- brand new. Bought it brand new. Wow. And the dealer, I think, at eighteen thousand miles, bought the truck back. Right. So if you can't water test your vehicle in a car wash, get Coach Charlie to just to come get in your car right after you purchase it. That's it. We can do it. Coach will ride down the street, and by the time you're done, he'll let you know what's going on. Coach, your car whisper. I'm telling you, that's what I'm naming you today. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about leaks inside of your car between your car repair questions. What's in the news? Well, new UMMC security cameras focus on vehicle license plates in an effort to deter catch thieves. And Oscar Meyer Wienermobile is repaired after catalytic converter stolen in Las Vegas. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you more next. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie Melton, ASC certified technician and retired instructor from Clinton High School's automotive tech program, is our expert host and car whisperer. I'm Jermaine Flood. (laughs) I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and others to enjoy. And we thank you for your contribution to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Well, what's in the news? The University of Mississippi Medical Center is trying to eradicate vehicle thefts at the Jackson facilities. Two dozen new security cameras were installed in heavily trafficked areas of campus, replacing 20 larger ones that hospital officials have said um, were in place for like 20 years. The solar-powered lenses focus on vehicles and their license plates which officials are saying are expected to make an immediate dent in vehicle-related crime, which was amongst the most often reported in 2022 for them. The cameras are connected to the National Crime Information Center database, which is used by law enforcement nationwide. The The old cameras were closed circuit TV and didn't have the software to monitor vehicle license plates. So hopefully that'll keep down on that out there. That'd be great. Um, Catalytic converters, they're all the rage. You know that, Coach? Oh, yes. (laughs) They are all the rage. Oscar Mayer Wienermobile had to be repaired after the catalytic converter was stolen in Las Vegas. This was a hit. This was a hit on the Oscar Mayer. Um, They are, they had to make... This had to be a bet, right? It's in Vegas. Somebody (laughs) bet somebody else. They they could steal, they couldn't steal the catalytic converter off the Oscar Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, right? right? They spell it B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Um, yes. 
<laughs> yes, they um they had to make a pit stop last Friday after they uh, thieves have targeted that vehicle. They seen it and were like catalytic converter. That's what we want out of that one. I don't know. I I I would just want to drive it away. But um, the catalytic they probably converter- immediately took it to the Pawn Stars, right? Got That's it. it. This they is the catalytic to. converter from the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. How much can we get for this? Yeah, it's, it's well, they had to send it out to make sure. Had to get an expert in to make sure it's from the Oscar Mayer. Which is the guy that drove the vehicle, right? Then that's how they figured out who stole it. That's right. Right. He was the he was now the we're one CSI Las Vegas. That's right. Um, this is this twenty seven foot long car uh, had to get it a temporary repair so it could get back on the road. They sealed up where the catalytic converter had been cut out, and it was back on the road and able to make its. First stop last weekend, so yay! The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is back in action. Well, you know, <laughs> so, coach, they didn't replace it; they just fixed it. So, were they driving without a catalytic converter for a while? They somebody, they need to give them a ticket for that. They were driving without a catalytic converter. They straight piped it to the muffler, and that was it. Mm. Oh, that's how they did the quick fix. That's right. Can't, can't be doing that. That's right. Unless you know that right mechanic. Well, you, you know, didn't hear me say that out loud. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they in California? or No, they were in Nevada. So no. in California, they would have never done that. Right, right. Oh, yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's not EPA regulations. Oh, no, no. Right, right. That is that's that's something. Well, I'm glad it's back on the road. O-S-C-A-R. OK, coach. So I want to get back into leaks inside of the car. I want to talk about gasket replacements and sealants that we should use. What are those? Well, let's make sure uh, if we have a van, I want to go back to a van real quick. If we have a van and we have an air conditioner in the rear of the vehicle as well, they too have a evaporator in the back on a lot of them. And you, they have a drain as well. So if you see uh, water down the back of your vehicle, and the, especially if it's a van, you might want to check that drain. And it comes right over the wheel well on that vehicle. Okay. 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 Drain. When it comes down to sealants, are there certain ones that we should be using aside from Flex Seal? <laughs> well, you want to make sure that a lot of the older vehicles, even some of the newer vehicles, what will happen, the gasket has a little metal in it mm-hmm. and it'll break through the rubber. So you want to make sure that you pull that seal or that gasket completely off, make sure it's cleaned completely. And now a lot of the manufacturers' uh, gaskets have these little pegs on them that the little rubber nodules that will uh, push into the vehicle itself. If it does not, they do use some type of weather stripping adhesive on there. Okay. And you can put that weather adhesive stripping on there, make sure that it's straight and let it dry and you're good to go. Okay. Now, is that the seals, are those the same as welds? No, those are seams. If you think about a weld, uh, I will give you uh, Hyundai Sonatas had a problem with the welds on them. What would happen is that the body welds would have cracks in them, and when you're driving down the highway, water comes in your car. Right. Right around the dash. So if you can't really find one, you know, you may look and see if there uh, has a recall on that car because of a weld mm-hmm. or look and see if anything has any complaints about that on that uh, website. So you want to make sure on those. And then you want to make sure that if you have um, – once again, the garments, you want to make sure those garments are tight, they're in place, because a lot of times water gets under that dash and it starts leaking and it starts messing up the electronics, you have no recourse. Right. And now I will tell you while I'm thinking about this, extended warranties do not cover water damage for electronics inside the car. Of course. And the reason why is because gaskets, 
uh, air conditioner drains. If you don't take care of it, if you alter the car in any way, they're not going to take care of it. Right. Right. So you've got to make sure you take care of those. If you've been having an issue like today, I mean, it's raining out there. I know something's probably leaking. Coach wants to help you with that. Coach, let's jump into a quick email right fast. This is coming from Dale Hicks. He's saying, I have a 2011 smart car that has an electronic key entry. It is currently in my garage locked. I have twice had new batteries put into the key, but it still won't unlock my car. My car hasn't any keyholes, so the only way in is by using the key. Since the smart dealer in Jackson closed, I don't know what to do. Any suggestions? Well, the first ones who uh, started those smart cars was Mercedes. So first of all, I'd call Mercedes and see what they recommend. But if you look below the emblem on most cars that have a smart key, there is a place right below the emblem on the back mm-hmm. that you can stick your key in it because it has some kind of key. They have to make it where you can get into the car because if the battery's dead on the car, your remote control is not going to operate it. Right. Because it takes voltage to make it go up. Mm-hmm. So you want to take and make, if that battery's dead and you have new batteries in your key fob, it ain't going to help you. What I would do is call the manufacturer. Uh, first, I'd call Mercedes because they're the first ones in the Jackson area that had it and see what they suggest. Right. Because there is a place that they had to make some way that you can get in that car. Yeah, I know mine does. When right. I open up my key fob, I have a little key, right. but then I have a key hole. So he's basically saying he doesn't have any holes for the key. He may not have a key hole on his door. Okay. No, if you don't There's have, something somewhere, though. Yeah, there's something somewhere where they're able to get in that car. Because, like I say, if the battery's dead and the key valve won't open it, they got to get in the car. Right. They're not going to break a window to get in the car. Right, right, right. So what I do is call Mercedes, see where they direct you to, because they're the ones. They were the first smart car uh, manufacturer in the state that had those cars. Okay, okay. So if you can't find a smart car dealer... Call Mercedes right. for that one. Mm-hmm. Can I say before you spend a bunch of money, search for a YouTube video because there's probably one that will show you yes. step for step what you can do with those. Don't keys. take it as gospel because it's a YouTube video, but you, there's probably some YouTube videos that can put you on a pretty good path. Right, and you could call the manufacturer whoever had smart car. They have a number in the United States that you could call. Certainly, certainly. And I'm saying that 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 YouTube, that's not gospel by any stretch of the imagination. That's not your mechanic. <laughs> not at all. A lot of people look at YouTube and they really get themselves in a mess. Right. Uh, that's why, yeah. Yeah. I can barely uh, cook, nevertheless, follow <laughs> instructions to fix my car on YouTube. So, yeah. I, I hear that. Yeah. We're discussing leaks in your vehicle and taking your repair questions. You can send an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up and Coach's Tip of the Week. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. It's not as easy as you would think to find a luxurious three row crossover. That's relatively affordable, and it's still fun to drive. But the vehicle we have this week qualifies. It's the 2023 Mazda CX-9 Signature Edition. The Signature means it's a luxury package. And on the outside, you get a little more chrome. You get the big, tall Mazda grill. The wide stance looks real sporty, over 20-inch wheels. On the inside, ours has this brown Napa leather seats, heated and ventilated in the front. They're heated in the middle row captain's chair, heated leather-wrapped steering wheel. This one also has a Bose audio system, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and wireless charging. And, of course, all the advanced active safety systems. Under the hood, a 2.5-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine delivers 227 horsepower, gets 20 miles per gallon in the city, 26 on the highway. All in, 
pretty reasonable price for this vehicle too. It starts under $39,000. This one with pretty much every option in the book, $50,130. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show from autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. It's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. I'm Jermaine Flood, and our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician, and the lines are full. We're going to go straight to those, Coach. Let's go. Ken in Bogalusa is on the line. I love the name, Bogalusa. Ken, you are on with Coach Charlie Melton. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. I'm, uh, I'm having an issue. I don't, I've just tuned in, and I don't know if it's, uh, if it's already been addressed or not, but I have a 2011 Toyota Highlander with a sunroof, and I'm getting water on the floor. And uh, I have an idea what it is, but I, I've, I've not been able to, to uh, I think the, the, the drain from the sunroof is not plugged, so can you help me with that? Okay, if the drain's not plugged, you've already checked the two drains. On You have one on the left and one on the right. So if you check those drains, the next thing I would do is make sure that the sunroof is all the way down, and I would check that gasket in there and make sure um, – Nothing has moved in that sunroof, so that glasses make sure that it's square inside that hole. But most mm-hmm. likely, what I would do, go ahead and get you a water hose on it, take it to your house, get a water hose on it, and just let it run where you can see where, if that water is coming around that gasket. Okay, okay. All right, I really appreciate it. Thank you, and uh, you guys have a great day. Thank you, you too, Ken. Thank you. We're going to stay on the line. We've got Tom in Biloxi. He's got a follow-up to the question about the key. Tom, you're on with Coach Charlie Melton. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to call back. I have a uh, Volkswagen Passat, and it looks like that I do not have a key, uh, a keyhole. Uh, But on my door handle, there is actually a part that snaps off. It's a plastic piece. And that exposes the uh, uh, the keyhole yeah, to get in in case my battery's dead. So, uh, just wanted to call and suggest that you know maybe they need to uh, look there and see if there's uh, anything that looks like it's removable. Yeah, that's what I'd say. They need to call that manufacturer, and they should be able to tell them exactly where that is. If she has her book, she could look in there as well. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Well, but, uh, for books outside of the car. And let you know, uh, that, that's where I find mine. So uh, I, and I have nothing in the trunk, and so that's the only way I have to get in if my battery dies. Oh. Well, All right. Thank, enjoy thank you your so much. Show. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. We're going to stay on the line. We've got John in Mobile calling. John, you're on with Coach Charlie Melton. Thank you, Jermaine. Uh, I had a, a question for Coach. Uh, about vacuum leaks or in the engine, would that be uh, uh, covered today, or would that be something for a, another program? Uh, well, you, we can talk about a vacuum leak, and you know, if you think about a vacuum leak, where is it go? Is it going to the engine, or is it coming on the inside for the AC system? Because in order for it to have uh, vacuum lines for the AC system, has pre- has to be a pretty old vehicle. Uh, well, it's uh, it's an old Mercury, and. Um, it uh, has a six-cylinder Duratec engine. Sounds impressive, but it pulls like a, a four-cylinder. So it's it's all about performance. Uh, no odors or anything inside the cabin. Okay, so if you got a performance problem, uh, does it? Can you hear a hissing sound or anything uh, when you raise the hood? No. 
Can't okay. do well. Uh, my hearing probably wouldn't detect it anyway. <laughs> I hear that. Point. That's not like mine. But, uh, what I, I will. Was, I was wondering uh, how do mechanics detect uh, or, or locate uh, a vacuum. Uh, leak under the in the engine. Okay, that's one of the things they listen for that hissing sound because that's a telltale sign of uh, a vacuum leak. Okay, and then they check every hose. They take their fingers and go along the every hose and see if it's uh, broken somewhere because it'll start sucking air in wherever you touch it, and you can move those hoses. You know, on a lot of vehicles, that PCV valve. Uh, positive crankcase ventilation valve, a lot of times those hoses get hot in the back of the vehicle, right in the back of the engine. And that hose, especially on Fords, because Mercury is a Ford, that one there is notorious for going bad. The elbow gets a hole in the bottom of it, and you can't even see it. It could be in the front right there uh, by the water pump, or it could be in the back of the engine right at the back of the manifold. Very good. Okay. Um so I could take it to a mechanic or uh, try and listen for a hissing noise, uh, or I guess I could try to replace as much of the uh, uh, rubber under the hood as inexpensively as I can. Yeah, but go ahead and just move those hoses a little bit with your hand because a lot of times you move that hose, you can feel that engine go up and down. A vacuum leak has a telltale sign of revving the engine up. It's running higher than it should be. Okay. I'll give that a try. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. John, thank you for your call. We're going to stay on the line. We've got Alan in Pearl. Alan, you are on with Coach Charlie Melton. Hey, Coach. Um, again, thank you all for taking my call. Um, let me ask you, um, on my 2020 Tacoma, um, let's just say you don't have a bad alternator, but you know your battery is weak and your vehicle is still running. On these newer vehicles, um, I'm used to, still used to my 86 Toyota, you know, when you could do anything to those, but on these newer vehicles, let's just say you've got a weak battery and the alternator's still good, and the vehicle, you still crank it, but you, is there a wrong and a right way to change these batteries? Well, you're talking about the main battery of the vehicle, what you want to do... Yeah. First of all, you want to make sure you get a battery saver on there. Okay. And what that does, a battery saver, it keeps everything in your vehicle like it was. Okay. It'll keep where the vehicle don't have to relearn and you don't have to have the code to unlock the radio. So you want to just put your little battery, battery saver on there. You could do that. It hooks right into the cigarette lighter or the USB, hooks in there with a little nine volt battery, and it saves all your information. Then, oh, okay. The, so that's- then you're that's able to take the battery out. Oh, okay. So that's basically what they do at the dealership? Yes. Because yeah. they, don't, they don't want to lose all that information because, you know, a lot of people lose their books and they ain't got the code for the radio and then they had to go back to the dealership. So, and then the windows may have to be recalibrated. See, a lot of things uh, people understand when you start replacing things that, uh, the vehicle, especially the battery, the vehicle has to relearn because if you didn't have a battery saver, it lost everything. Oh my goodness! Can you get those at your local auto? Oh yeah, they're um, they're cheap, ten, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Okay. All right. Let's just say you've got a dead battery. Your your vehicle won't do anything. Um, is there a wrong and a right way to change a dead battery? If that battery is completely dead, change it. It's going to, have to relearn everything anyway. 
you know, uh, there is some memory that the computer keeps in it that you cannot get rid of it. But and then there is some memory that disappears when you disconnect the power. But you may have to reset your radio for the codes. You know, you may have to have a code to reset your stations on your radio and your clock and all. But everything else will be relearned. That vehicle will learn how you drive. Oh, my goodness. And another thing I found out, I like to listen to the radio, especially y'all. And you can't sit in these new vehicles and do the auxiliary without running a battery down in 10 minutes. I didn't know that. That's exactly right. A lot of vehicles, that battery will run down quite often. And, matter of fact, it will cut off on you on some new vehicles. Yeah. All right. Well, Coach, again, thank y'all for the info. Alan, thank you, thank too, you. and thank you for listening to us, even though you're running your battery down <laughs> while he's doing oh, okay. it. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Coach, right, it's time bye. for your tip of the week. What you got? Well, you know, we're thinking about leaks inside the vehicle. Make sure on those door gaskets and those sliding door gaskets, those window gaskets, that you clean those gaskets and you clean the door in between those gaskets to make sure you have a good seal. Yeah, make sure you do that. The car just doesn't last forever like you want it to. That's true. So make sure you check up on all of that. Make sure you've got all that water out. And make sure you're staying safe today in this inclement weather. That'll wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Our crew engineer is Jay White, call screener Kevin Farrell. For Coach Charlie Melton, master technician, I'm Jermaine Flood. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.